Welcome to Stirring Words, where health and fitness experts Kim Taylor and Judy Ulrey explore God's wisdom on wellness. Listen in now on their weekly phone conversation. Miss Kimberly. Judy, what's going on in your world today, girl? Well, it's another day in paradise, and I always look forward to our day of participation and expectation of God doing great things. Well, doesn't he always show up for us, though? Every single week you know, he shows up for us. Yes, yeah, wonderful. He just does, which is confirmation. He uses broken vases, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So speaking of our God and King, let's uh, go to him before him and ask for his direction and guidance. Amen. Father, it is a privilege to be your daughter. It is a privilege to be your sheep. It is a privilege to know and such a feeling of comfort to know that you are our good shepherd. And I know I speak for my dear friend Kim and for our listeners. We want to be more like you. And I just pray that every action in our days this coming week and for weeks to come would be an act of worship, including our food choices. Give us wisdom. Give us direction. Make us aware of our unhelpful affections. And reveal the power of your Holy Spirit to transform us so that we look forward to new directions for your glory, by your power, only by your grace. For we come before you in the name and the power of Jesus the Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. So, sister, I think I'm going to do a brief recap of what we've been talking about for the last several weeks. This It's just been incredible, I think, the things that the Lord has been revealing to us through his word about how to take care of these temples. And the content that we have been covering over the last several weeks, is, and what we've been talking about is the ARISE process, which is the a process that we use in Take Back Your Temple to ensure that our members lose weight in a healthy way and putting God first. So the five steps of the ARISE process is on the letters A-R-I-S-E, and the first one stands for A, anchor yourself in God, R, renew your mind, I, invest in slimming foods that satisfy you, S stands for slim, stretch, and strengthen your body, and E is expect, test, and be prepared, because any time you decide that you want to change things for the better, then you're always going to be tested in your resolve. So now we've been talking for the last couple of weeks, actually, we've been in the I, which is invest in slimming foods that satisfy you. And last week's episode, we talked about thinking of the foods that we eat as an investment. Because too often when we're thinking about the things that we eat, we're thinking about ingesting, just getting it in, satisfying our hunger. But one of the mindset shifts that I'd like our listeners listeners to make is to see the foods that they eat as an investment. Demand more from the foods that you eat. Make your choices based on not only just taste, 
but ask yourself, how is this food adding value to me? Is it increasing your energy? Is it increasing your vitality? Is it helping you to age well? We want you to look at the foods that you eat as an investment, foods that appreciate, add value to you. And this is our focus scripture that we're, we're leaning in on um, during this conversation about investing in slimming foods that satisfy you. The scripture is Genesis chapter 1, verse 29, and it reads, And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. And Judy, isn't it amazing how so many things that are in our grocery stores that are labeled as food are not really food. I think you talked about fake food at one point, and there's so many people who choose fake foods over real foods. And as such, experience so many health problems because their bodies don't really respond well to those fake foods. So that's what we've been talking about is seeing the foods that we eat as an investment. And last week, we were just giving a big overview of some of the foods that are most helpful to us in terms of helping our bodies to find a healthy weight. And this week, we're actually going to focus on healthy carbohydrates. And one of the main points that I want to make, and Judy, I, ne- I know you got to chime in here, but <laughs> carbs, it's almost like when you say the word carbs, I think about one of those old-fashioned vampire movies from the 60s, and when the vampire came out, everybody grabs the cross and holds it up, you know, when we say carbs. But carbs are not a dirty word. So I'm just curious with the people that you've worked with, I know with with the members that I've worked with, sometimes there can be a fear of carbs. Now, I want to know from you, why do we not need to fear carbohydrates? Well, first of all, what I would say as I giggle under my breath and and also sort of am sad, and that is the reason why people go into fear about carbs is that there's so much misinformation and there is so much information out there that is conflicting because for every um, if for every study that has been vetted by physicians, right, where they mm-hmm. say no carbs, You can find another study vetted by physicians that encourages whole grain carbs. So there's absolutely no question there is confusion out there, which is why I like to go back to my foundational pillar of food philosophy, and that is eat real food. It just sort of it sort of sifts out the wheat from the chaff, right? Because when you say, I'm going to eat real food, if God God didn't grow it or make it, I'm not eating it. Then, and if God did grow it and God did make it, then then it's, it's all systems go. So, for example, there's a big difference between whole grain, good old fashioned oatmeal, not quick oats, but good old fashioned oatmeal, and an oatmeal cookie. 
So, so there are comparisons, all the fruits, all the vegetables, all the beans, all the lentils. God made those, even meats and poultry and fish. God made those for our consumption. He didn't make Fruit Loops, right? And so he didn't make Dorito chips. He didn't make Cheetos. So when you start processing your choices really right there, it makes life so much easier, and absolutely, that's the case with carbs. You cannot tell me that uh, vegetables, that even the, the carbs in, in fruits that are fructose, all natural, I mean, power packed with nutrients. And so, yes, I understand there are fear, there's confusion, and so that's kind of where I like to start is, okay, well, so did God grow it or make it? Uh, no. Well, and, you know, one of the hardest areas for that in the carbs arena is cereals. Because, you know what, since the 50s, we have been, cereals has been deemed the breakfast of champions, like literally, Mm. right? And trust me, God didn't make Cheerios. So (laughs) it's hard because all those cereals are processed and that's how I'm going to let you take that, that message. Cause that really is the differentiation between good carbs and bad carbs is whether they've been processed or not. So you want to explain that? Yeah, actually it's funny, Judy, because real foods, root foods that God made. And in our last episode, I was just giving the example about fuel that we put in our cars where we would not dream of putting fuel that contradicts what the manufacturer recommends, but we do it all the time in terms of the foods that we eat. And one of the things that I like to think about carbs is is in terms of what I call fast carbs, that the body processes very quickly, those processed foods that you were just talking about, versus the slow carbs, the ones that your body takes time to to break down because of what God put in them. And and carbs, the fast carbs are those things that mankind has processed, taken out all of the good fiber in it and the fast carbs. Like, you know, you think about you you gave the perfect example of breakfast cereals. You know, where God may have originally made the wheat or the corn or whatever it is that goes into the breakfast cereal, but then mankind is taking out all the nutrients and the fiber that would give your body benefits and just left behind mostly flour and sugar. And those things, they don't add value to you. You know, yes, they add calories. But in terms of vitamins, minerals, all those things, they may put synthetic ones back in, but there is no comparison whatsoever in terms of the benefits to your body versus um, the slow carbs. And these are things that are the natural ones that God himself has made. And, And we're talking about whole grains. You know, we're talking about whole wheat products. We're talking about um, wild rice or brown rice. We're talking about starchy carbs like sweet potatoes, corn, any, any, anything that God made. Those are going to be your slow carbs, and they're a great source of fiber, and that helps you feel full and satisfied on less calories. Plus, it helps you to digest food properly and helps prevent constipation. I mentioned that about last week when I was talking about things. But, you know, I always think about this story 
and and sometimes we we may have the tendency to loot to lump all the cards together as if they're the same and they are not the same. Our body does not process them the same way. And and I was actually thinking about this actress many years ago. Um, her name is Renee Zellweger, and she played in this movie called Bridget Jones' Diary. I watched it many years ago. And normally she's quite a slim, slim lady, but she had to gain weight because the character was overweight. And the dietitian that she was working with put her on a special diet. She put her on a weight gain diet. And and the type of foods that she had her eat were donuts. She had her eat um white um pasta, um cookies, all of the chips, all of these things that would cause someone to gain weight because again those are fast carbs that your body processes very quickly and what ends up happening is they raise your blood sugar. Your body has to produce excess insulin to try to bring your blood sugar back down. And in the presence of insulin release, your body's going to hold on to extra fat. And so it really is a self-defeating prophecy to say, I want to lose weight, but then at the same time, in your diet, you're eating a lot of these fast carbs that keep your insulin level raised because it's almost like trying to blow your nose with a handkerchief full of sneezing powder in it. You know, it's not gonna, it's just not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. But I'm just thinking about how when we eat those fast carbs, and I mentioned about insulin, and its job is to move the sugar into your cells to restore your blood sugar balance. But in the presence of insulin, like I said, it's the fat storage hormone. And this actress, it worked beautifully. She did gain the weight, but then she had a problem getting it off again. So, and that's the same cycle that so many people are on right now is that for years they ate these processed carbohydrates and, and increased calories and then now they're trying to get it off but, but just say, well, instead of eating the real food, I'll just eat less of the processed right. things because I like them. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, we want to eat foods that are compatible with the foods that God originally created for our body so that we don't have that high blood sugar and insulin release going on in our bodies excessively so that our bodies can burn that excess fat through our exercise program as well. So we want to be sure that we are choosing the carbohydrates, the healthy carbohydrates that God made. So that's the wisest thing that we can do is to choose the foods as close as possible to the way God made them. And see, as I mentioned last week, Judy, I really think about the um, fruits and vegetables as well as the whole grains and starchy carbohydrates as the cleaning crew. Well, when I eat them, I think about, okay, that's just going to keep everything running smoothly in my body the way God designed it to move. So some of the benefits, though, and I, and I touched on this before about the, the um, whole grains and the starchy vegetables, fiber. That's, to me, that's so beneficial to our bodies. And recently there was actually a, an actor who passed away from colon cancer. And one of the things that is a preventative for that, and I'm not saying that it's going to, you know, completely eradicate it, but one of the things that 
science tells us is that a high-fiber diet helps keep things smooth, running smoothly in your digestive system and decreases the likelihood of that type of cancer. And then the other thing, again, is it helps you with your digestion and prevents constipation. So I said all that earlier. So what are some examples of the healthier type of carbohydrates that we're talking about? Well, you mentioned earlier, because this is something that I have most mornings for breakfast, which is steel-cut oats. And I love those. I cook them in my pressure cooker, and I usually put in a uh, cup or two of some unsweetened almond milk and a cup of mixed berries in that and just let it cook for maybe about 45 minutes. And then after that, I've got a delicious breakfast there. So steel-cut oats is one of them. Sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes baked in the oven. Brown rice. We're talking about whole grain bread and whole grain products like that. Now, I will say for me, and each person is different a little bit, but those are, are carbohydrates that I eat less of just simply because I believe that I have a sensitivity to wheat. And so that's just a personal thing, though. It's not saying across the board that you won't eat whole wheat products, but every individual has to recognize how food makes them feel. And if there's a food that doesn't agree with you much, then, of course, you don't want to eat as much of those. But, you know, you, it's still got, you still have a big playpen <laughs> in terms of food choices that you can make um, in terms of starchy vegetables and, and starchy um, whole grain products as well. So, Judy, uh, one of the things that I know you're big on this are the bean category. Because that those um, actually have have a lot of benefits to them from a carbohydrate perspective, but then also proteins. So, can you tell us like some of your favorite um, bean or lentil or or products like that that you like in terms of starchy carbs? Well, I am the soup queen, and so I it's rare that I don't have some kind of soup in my pantry, I mean, in my refrigerator that I have made and I'm eating on over a couple of days. So I love black bean soup. I love lentil soup. I just found a great recipe for apricot lentil soup that I'll put on my Holy Health Club website. Oh, it's absolutely amazing with dried apricots in it. Uh, I love split pea soup. That is always a fan favorite. And I have a great recipe where you just throw it in the crock pot and you wake up the next morning and it's finished. So, I mean, the, the bean category, there are so many different kinds of beans and I throw beans in my salads um, all the time. Like all, most evenings I have, if I don't put nuts in it, I put beans in it. So um, that those definitely are a mainstay for me more so than meat or poultry. I also wanted to remind our listeners about quinoa, both regular and red quinoa, because I was sort of dissing the processed cereals, but that doesn't mean you can't have a whole grain breakfast. So instead of having your processed cereal, have either regular or red quinoa really has a nutty flavor. I love red quinoa. And put a dollop of um, yogurt on top of it. A um, Okay, help me. What's the... The good yogurt. I'm losing the word. Greek, 
the Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt, put a tiny bit of sugar, like literally half a teaspoon because you want to get plain, so you put a little Greek show, yogurt on it and cover it with berries and chopped walnuts. I mean, I'm telling you, that beats Cheerios, even Honey Nut Cheerios, like all day long. So I am anxious to hear from listeners that you've done that and you're just throwing the box cereal away. I also wanted to make one comment because I think it's really, really, really important when we talk about carbs. And you very well explained how the pancreas secretes insulin when we eat something sweet to bring the blood sugar down. And um, what people need to understand, especially if you have been a sugar, a fan of sugar, of sweets, there is a condition called glucose intolerance where literally you have eaten so much sugar over so many years that your pancreas isn't able to keep up secreting the insulin and you end up with a glucose intolerance. When that happens, you really, really do want to um, limit even your complex carbs. And so I'm not going to go down that road. I have a video at Holy Health Club called The Carb Controversy, if that's something you want to explore. Because point is, if you have been diagnosed as glucose intolerant, you may have to go no carb for a while to get your blood sugar back. So I just wanted to, you know, because you and I are all about don't throw away all these great foods, complex carbohydrates, but if, if somebody is glucose intolerant, they may need to wean themselves off of them. I mean, actually, actually go pretty much off of them and then wean themselves back. And uh, so anyway, I just wanted to throw that out because I think it's important because some people have been eating so much sugar for so long that it's developed an internal challenge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, that is such an excellent p- point, Judy, because I was even thinking about, you know, in terms of insulin resistance, and it's kind of like um, among the same, same levels where someone may need to go, go restrict carbs for a period of time so that their bodies get back into balance and allow their bodies to heal from that. So definitely want to um, pay attention to those things. And if your doctor has recommended that you limit the uh, carbohydrates for that reason, then all, by all means um, pay attention to what your medical professional tells you in that, in that respect. So now what I want to do is give you our call to action for this week. And, and um, I want you to really think about the quality of the carbohydrates that you're eating regularly. Again, we're continuing with the mindset of considering the foods that we eat as an investment. And some of the things that Judy talked about is when you eat your foods, think about what is your what is this food doing to me? You know, is it one that is, in terms of carbohydrates, is it slow burning, where it's giving you the steady energy, where it's providing vitamins and minerals to you and really um, changing your health for the better or building your health for the better? Or is it something that's fast burning, where it gave your tongue a little tingle, you know, it tasted good for a minute, but once it's inside of your body, it's not doing much. In fact, like Judy described, it can cause havoc and cause your body to start breaking down because it, the way I see it with the um, sugar and you're eating too much sugar is like your um, insulin. I always think about that as like a fire department. 
And I always think about it like your your when your blood sugar goes up, your body sees it as an emergency, and it's like, oh, we got to get this down. So, oh, here comes the fire department. That's insulin. It's got to bring it down. But you keep on making all these calls. Yes, keep making more fires. You're a narcissist. You're an arsonist. Exactly. It's like, you know, the minute the the fire gets put out, here you go starting another one. And eventually the fire department's like, okay, I'm not going to keep going out there and turning this, doing this, if she's going to keep on starting these fires in here. And that really is a um, a good explanation, I think, of like, you know, if you think about inflammation in your body, you know, that, that really medical science is saying is at the root of many chronic diseases like um, heart disease or diabetes or all these other itis diseases that we might have. It's because the fire department keeps setting fires inside of your body. And it's like, no, eventually we've got to get to the source of things. Yes. And so I think I love that analogy, Kim. I love that analogy. That's I love that. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, girl. Because we do. We have to be wise in terms of the foods that we eat and insist that the foods that we eat are foods that help us and not hurt us. And it's so simple. But, you know, I mean, I know the food manufacturers in terms of the processed foods, they have food chemists on their payroll. And this is something that I tell our TBYT members. They say, well, why is it so hard to let go of? And I say, because they have food chemists who are on the payroll, and their job is to come up with the combination of tastes that they, that, that they get the consumers to get to what they call the bliss point. And what they want is for the consumer to get such pleasure out of that food that they buy it over and over and over again. It's all about money. You know, I mean, really, there is um, there actually is a video out there where it was created by a former food chemist. And he wrote about how they put these different chemicals in the food to make make things taste so good, and it raises the dopamine level in your brain, which is your brain's pleasure-seeking chemical. And that's what they want. So we have to be wise about the foods that we're introducing into our bodies to assure ourselves that the foods that we're eating are helpful and not hurtful. And the foods that God created are helpful. So this week, I really want you to pay attention to the quality of the carbs that you're eating. Like, say, for example, if you're eating a lot of breakfast cereal, then make a swap. Like Judy gave us the example of the quinoa, which is a terrific um, swap. Or, like I said, steel-cut oats is another good one that you could add your own fruit and maybe a little bit of sugar or stevia to give it a little bit of sweetness. But still, you're introducing so many good qualities into your body by eating foods that God created, real food versus fake food. So that's what we're talking about this week, just to conclude with the healthy carbs and ensure, again, that the foods that you're eating will add value to you. So, Judy, do you Can have any I final words before? Yeah, I, you wouldn't mind. Yes. Let me just just share something that the Spirit has nudged me. And that, as a result of what you were saying about the movie and how the food chemists really work hard to try to tempt us. 
That's the bottom line. They work hard to try to tempt us. And I just got chills and said, is that not the devil? You know, he's mm-hmm. here to kill, steal, and destroy. And absolutely, he can use the food chemist to tempt you to foods that are unhelpful, unhealthy. Then you go down the drain and down the drink mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and you give up and, uh, and you're just a pitiful thing. And that is not what Jesus the Christ calls us to. And this, saints, is a spiritual battle. And please, if you did not hear the Taste and See series that we did, food is an act of worship. So may we go back to every bite being an act of worship, celebrating this is the body that you made. You made me. You saw me when I was being formed in my mother's womb. I will only eat foods that you have so generously provided. I dare each and every one of you to say, I have eaten every one of the vegetables that God has given his children, every one of the fruits that God has so generously given his children. The bounty is unbelievable. And it's, and we want only to invest, like Kim has said, in our bodies that God has given. And I promise you, Satan wants defeated saints. So in addition to watching what you're eating and doing the swapping that Kim has recommended, pray, pray, pray. Bring these temptations before your father. Seek his strength. Admit that you cannot do this on your own. Admit you crave things that are unhelpful. And he will transform your heart and your food. Amen. And to that end, let's go ahead and pray right now in this matter. Gracious Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name, oh, how we love you, Father. We are so grateful that you have given us these bodies for us to manage. We recognize that you are the owner. We are the managers, and we want to be wise in our stewardship in caring for these bodies. Now, Lord, just as my sister has said, we know that there are many temptations that are out there concerning the foods that we eat. But, Lord, we're asking for increased wisdom in this matter. Help us to immediately recognize the areas in which we are weak and the enemy is attempting to ensnare us. And, Lord, you have said in your word that no temptation has seized us except such as is common to man, but that you are faithful who will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we are able but with the temptation will make the way of escape so that we may be able to bear it. So open up our listeners' spiritual eyes, even have them go through their pantry, their refrigerator, wherever they keep food, and root out the things that are not helpful and replace them with foods that are that are compatible with the body that you gave them to manage. And let them see that you satisfy their mouths and ours with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagle. So we don't have to live 
um, lives where we get firm and and all of these and feel broken down and not energetic, but we can grow older, but yet and still grow older in a graceful manner. And we still have our energy. We can still have our health. We can still prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. So, Lord, we just thank you so much for the bounty of foods that you have given for us to enjoy for our benefit. May we choose them. Thank you, Lord, for your generosity in this matter. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, sister. Back to yes. Greek yogurt and berries and diced walnuts. That makes a great dessert when you're having company. Okay, sister. Well, you have a wonderful week, and God bless you. God bless you back. Love you big. Bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Stirring Words. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a session. And please tell your friends about us. If you'd like to dig deeper into this week's message, you can reach Kim at TakeBackYourTemple.com and Judy at HolyHealthClub.com. Until next week, may you be stirred by God's transformative word. 